0: Stop right now. Listen, are you listening to me? Stop being boring. She needs drama. She needs to feel something. What I'm about to share with you is one of the biggest mistakes men make when talking to women. And the worst part about what I'm going to tell you is that 97% of guys make this mistake. You see, when a woman is talking to a man... She wants him to take her through an emotional roller coaster. She wants him to make her laugh, giggle, blush. But what most men do is talk to her like she's being interviewed, blah. And we both know once she's bored, she's not yours. So if you want to avoid being just another guy in her inbox, you should take advantage of my one-on-one banter coaching. There's nothing like it that exists in the world, nothing. So go to kristinandchill.com and check out the personalized banter coaching so I can add you to the list of the guys that I've worked with that are having amazing dating lives. I'll see you there. Want to know the
1: hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of The dictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick.
0: Hey, you guys, and welcome to another episode of the Ask Women podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source, women. I'm your host, Kristen Carney, along with your co-host, Marnie Kinris. And today we're going to be talking about online dating security. I know a lot of guys suffer, really, truly suffer from taking advantage of on the internet. So today we have founder of Marshmallow, Andrew Hendel, and he's going to tell us all about overcoming safety problems online because that's what his company does. So, Andrew, thanks for hanging with us and looking forward to hearing how we can be safer online and what your company is doing to help us out in that
2: department. It's a pleasure talking to you.
0: Yeah. So, Andrew, tell us, like, why are you
1: focused on online dating? There's a lot of other places where security is needed. Why is this so important to you?
2: My background is in financial services and through that work in financial services that came to learn about all kinds of identity verification solutions that are mainly used by banks and I thought there was an opportunity to apply that same AI technology towards online dating. I've got a younger sister, she's, you know, 9 years my junior and I see the kind of precautions that she takes when she goes out to meet people I know online that there are tons of fake profiles on all these other Dating apps and with Marshmallow, because we check everybody's government-issued photo ID, we make sure it matches their selfie, and then we make sure that those pictures match people's profile pictures. Nobody can post pictures of somebody that isn't themselves, so there's no catfish. We can check over 300 different databases. We exclude over 750,000 registered sex offenders. as a database in all 50 U.S. states. And so we're able to create a much safer experience for all kinds of people, you know, men and women on Marshmallow.
1: Sorry, I did not understand this. So Marshmallow is actually a dating app.
2: Yes, yes. Marshmallow is a dating app. Yes.
1: I'm so sorry. I thought it was a security protocol that you're implementing on other dating apps. I did not understand that. Sorry about that. That's okay. Okay. So tell me more about this because. So what are the most common like security issues that people are talking to somebody else who's trying to steal money from them? Is that like how this will stop that kind of behavior? That's where I'm confused. Like, because if I have a lot of guys who I work with and they're talking to women online and I just assume they're shitty women, right? Who are on there only to get money out of these guys. There is a small percentage of people who do that. They like to scam people and that's why they're on there. And sadly, many of my clients fall victim to it but they have an ID, they would still be able to get on there, wouldn't they? Or how would those women be stopped from doing what they're doing?
2: Other dating apps, they don't check people's government-issued photo IDs. So anybody can sign up. You don't have to be a woman to create an account. You can be a man and you can create an account. You can misrepresent your age because age on other dating apps is all self-reported. And you can post pictures of anybody. Those pictures don't have to be of yourself, right? people can scam people out of money. As you touched on, according to the FBI, over $1 billion was lost to online dating scams called romance scams. Yeah. And that number is probably understated because people are embarrassed embarrassed about this and they don't like to share that kind of information or experience with people. Because we have people's real IDs we know people really are, that's going to be a very powerful deterrent to people doing any kind of fraud. They're going to be much more likely to get caught. I don't think they're going to be on the dating app at all.
1: Right. As soon as they see that you have to upload your license, they'll be like, no, I'm out of here. I'll go over to like match.com or something.
2: Exactly. Right. And we found that people have tried to join with fake IDs or they, they try an ID of somebody that's not themselves. And we're able to, we reject that in real time and again, to see the data you know, afterwards.
1: But how do you know that? How do you know it's a fake ID?
2: It's all artificial intelligence. The technology looks at the image of the ID. It can scan the barcode on the back. It's looking at minor discrepancies between what is expected and what is shown. In some instances, we've seen people they've maybe used a real ID, but then... The selfie is somebody who's totally different than the person who's in the ID. Sometimes the right. ID itself, we will reject. Some people have tried, you know, credit card that we don't accept. It has to be a real government-issued photo ID. It works for other countries as well. So we can take the government IDs of, of other countries and people can join with those as well.
0: I love that. So I have a little frustration with the photo identification process, which I'm very happy is in place and it should be in place. And I feel so bad for guys out there dating and women when people are misrepresenting themselves. But I have a unique problem. My face looks really different from one side to the other. I look like a different person. So here's me from this side. I know people listening can't see this. You can always find me on Instagram and look. Here's this side. And then here's this side. I don't know if you guys see it. Do I look different? Maybe a little bit. Why? That wouldn't register on an AI platform? I've been rejected so much because I'll have one picture from this side and then maybe a picture like this or something that I upload to verify or if I'm, you know, it just will say wrong person. And I'm like, no, it's me. It's just my face just looks really different on this side. And so, I mean, this is, it's fine good everything. This is a small problem just for me. But it is frustrating because I'm like, I look different from picture to picture. And so I've found it hard to get verified. And I'm not using filters or things like that to make my pictures look like a different person. So anyway, I've had a hard time a couple of times getting verified. And so I have to make sure when I upload all of my pictures. It's all from the same angle. From the same kind of angle as my ID. And then I'll switch them out once I get verified. and put back in the pictures Andrew, get
1: on it. Get on it just in case this is an issue for anybody else. This sounds like a small hurdle for a small percentage of people, but I hear what you're
0: saying. That could be an issue. But I'm wondering because what I had to do was I had to take down all the pictures after I got verified. I took down three or four of the pictures that I didn't want and then put up the pictures that I did want and I remained verified. So I found a little bit of a loophole or something. So do you guys do constant checking in a sense? to reevaluate if the pictures have remained?
2: We do, and I've seen on other dating apps that you can get verified and then you can remove pictures and post pictures of somebody that's not yourself and you're still verified and you still have the little check mark next to your name. It's not a real verification, I would say. Uh, What we do differently is every photo that you upload has to match your government ID, or the selfie that you took when you first joined the dating app. So you can't beat or spoof the check in that way that you kind of just touched on.
0: So I couldn't afterward. It would continually
2: check. It would check for every photo to make sure that picture matches your driver's license photo. But
0: like down the line. So say it's like six weeks have gone by since I got verified. It would continually check. It would continue to, sure. to
2: check. Yes. Okay.
0: Wow. So you guys are.
1: He said for every picture that goes up there. So that's good. So you guys are on it. That's really good. So can I ask you, like, how big is this app right now? Where are people using it? Who are the people that are using it? Give me some statistics on the the audience.
2: We recently launched it. We're focused right now on Los Angeles. We've got some users, you know, outside of LA and Southern California, and some also in New York. We're building out the user base. We're doing, you know, all the things that, a new business would do. We're doing PR, we have some influencer marketing and paid media that we're doing online. And that user base is you know growing pretty, you know, steadily.
1: And who is it mainly? Is it women? Is it men? Is it 20-year-olds? Is it 50-year-olds? Is it affluent men? Is it, you know, not affluent men? Is it affluent, like, who's the audience?
2: We're finding a, a mix of people are joining men and women, ages, you know, 18 and up, I mean, the core online dating age demo tends to be younger because single people tend to be younger. So we are seeing that there are more young people than you know people who are middle age. What's young? I would say 18 to 40.
1: 18 to 40. And what's the percentages, men to women?
2: A majority are men. Majority and are men. And that's typical for online dating. After It can be hard to get women to join The flip side is that the women on Marshmallow are really women. Vetted, They're not men posing as women. They're not women misrepresenting what they look like or how old they are. Everybody is as old as they say they are. They look like what they say they look like.
1: And how many users do you have right now?
2: We've got several thousand.
1: Several thousand, okay. And what percentage of that do you think are women?
2: It's about a third.
1: A third. Okay. That's a large amount. Okay. So a third of thousands. So let's say it's 3,000. A thousand women are on there between the ages of 18 and 40 years old.
2: And I would say that's fairly typical of online dating apps that they skew male.
1: I would say that's more than typical. Usually it's like even like a fifth of the people on there are women. So that's actually a pretty
0: good... Hopefully you stick with that as you grow.
2: Fingers crossed.
0: Yes. That would be really good. You guys know the movie Groundhog's Day, right? Where it feels like the same day over and over and over again. Well, that's probably what it feels like when you're flipping through profiles when you're online dating, right? Like you've seen the same profile again and again and again and again. She's not just one of those profiles. You're also probably one of those profiles. And no one loves to live the same day over and over and over again because it's boring. So make your profile interesting, enticing, alluring, clever, something that she's never seen before. And I promise you, the amount of times you get swiped on left will go down drastically. So if you want more matches, stop wasting time, stop living in Groundhog's Day and having the same experience on a dating app day in and day out. So go to kristenandchill.com. If you want help with your banter, of course, I'm there for that. But I'm also here to make you look your best, sound your best, and appear your best. So you can start getting those matches and getting on to dates.
2: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
1: If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting, or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. So I wanted to go over some of these things that you said we can talk about today. So I want to talk about why online daters must utilize platforms that have implemented safety features such as profile verification, privacy settings, and reporting mechanisms for suspicious behavior or abusive behavior. Like I understand, obviously people don't want to be catfish or taken advantage of. But why is it so essential for them to use a platform like this rather than just be cautious when using another platform that has way more users? Like, What is the benefit to this?
2: Well, The benefit is that you're meeting a stranger off of an app and there's some real risks that can be involved in that. People can skim you out of money. The worst case scenario is somebody harms you In person, maybe somebody is just messing around for sport and what have you go somewhere and bail on the date and not show up at all because everybody is verified there's going to be a lot better behavior on Marshmallow than there would be on other dating apps.
0: Okay, got it. Yeah, so you know, once you're signing up, it's like, oh, I'm kind of being watched, I'm being monitored a little bit, I'm not gonna do anything out of the Moral code.
2: Yeah, there's an extra degree of safety that's built in. I do want to add that we don't store the photo of anybody's ID. We just take the portrait in the ID. Mm-hmm. We don't store anybody's address either. Uh, it's just the portrait of their, of what they look like from the ID, their name, date of birth, and then the selfie.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. So I. I'm curious, on the app, what can people look for if you weren't so protective and if you didn't have so much security? What could someone do to protect themselves? What are signs for people to look out for when trying to date safely?
2: It'd be a good idea to keep chatting and get to know the person, not rush to get off of the dating app. What some people will do is they will immediately try to get you off of the dating app, because a lot of the dating apps, they have moderation technology that they're, they're using. So if somebody immediately is trying to get you off of the dating app, that can be a, a red flag. You can look for grammatical errors in their text messages. Believe it or not, it's actually a strategy that people who are scamming you will do it deliberately, and that's because it helps them identify people who are willing to suspend their belief a little Ah, bit and find somebody who is a good target for a scam.
0: Basically, you're saying if you're not smart enough to know grammar, you're not smart enough to know a catfish.
2: They are doing it in part, you know, deliberately to identify people and not waste their time because for them, it's a business basically, you know, to take people's money in that way. Right. Other things to look for, you know, they're very far away. That can be... A indicator that they're not legit if they respond to you in the middle of the night. That can be another indicator that something is is off there.
0: Yeah, right. Going back to what you just said about the grammatical errors, I would think that that would not really bring in the scammers to them because people who tend to not know grammar may not make as much money but I can see what you're saying. But I, that's just counterintuitive to me because I would think, well, I want the people who are the most successful if so I'm going to try to scam out of money. But I can see, yes, if you're not that well educated in a sense, I don't know the politically correct way to say that. I think it's also people who are willing to see past things, right?
1: Because they're so eager to find love, right? I don't know if it's about intelligence. It just might be like, they're paying more attention to the emotion that's involved in this of somebody giving them attention rather rather than these potential red flags. Because like, you know, poor grammar isn't so horrible. There's lots of times where I get text messages from people or I even send text messages that sometimes may not make complete sense or a few letters are missing or words are misspelled because of laziness. But I think, right? Wouldn't that be true, Andrew? That's what it's from. It's from people who were just like so eager to find a connection.
2: Yeah, as you can probably gather. I'm not I don't like liars or cheaters or thieves and there are people out there that will take advantage of people's loneliness. They'll take yeah. advantage of people who are looking to find connection and scam them. And uh, you know, there's deterrents to that that are on Marshmallow that you know aren't there on other dating apps.
0: Yeah. As someone on on dating apps here and there, I've, you know, seen fake profiles for men. And I generally can always tell right away. You can always seem to spot it. And I'll match with them on purpose because it's almost entertaining to me to call them out. Mm-hmm. And I like to see Do you how, do that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What do you do? You know, I'll match with them and then I'll maybe have like one or two. I, I mean, this is if I'm highly bored. Do you ask them for money? That would be so funny. Well, no, but I, I'm not that business savvy, but I should. You should. I
1: just like to throw it back at them. Like, oh, I'm really struggling right now. Like, imagine if two catfish right, f- running each other on there. I'm sure yeah. that's
0: happened. I'm sure that's I'm happened. Sure. But I, I'll have like one or two lines with them. And then I'll ask them something about like, you know, I don't know, something in their picture, like something that was going on in their picture, like what was going on to the right of you over there or something just to kind of be a little bit odd. And then they get like, what? And they don't know how to answer. And then I'm like, stop catfishing people. You're ruining online dating. And then they- Yes, I've reported you. But I don't report them. Why? Because I want to see what they do. They just delete me. Hmm. They'll just immediately, as, as soon as I call them out, they don't defend themselves. They don't say, no, I'm not a catfish. Are you crazy? Every single time. Yeah, they just move on. They just move on. It's yeah. a business. Just as Andrew yeah. said, it's a
1: business. Yeah. So what are other things that guys should do? Like I just said to Christian, why don't you report them? Should guys be reporting? The, I know that, yes, there's shame involved in it, but the truth is all you're doing is writing to customer support who like they're based in Russia or India or like South America. Like they're not anybody that you would know in your community. They're just random people who are... Getting support tickets sent into them. There's nothing shameful about helping other people out. What are some other things besides reporting these people that that guys should do if they come across somebody who is doing this?
2: Well, you can try to contact your bank and recoup some of the money. You can contact the FBI. They, you know, have that data about the one billion dollars being scammed because people do report into them when people are, you know, defrauded out of money. Those are all, you know, things that people. Can do, Marshmallow like these other dating apps has a reporting feature where you can you know, report people for their bad activity. And you're absolutely right. What some people are doing now on these dating apps is they may send you their contact info right away, try to get you off the dating app, and then they may quickly delete their connection with you before you can report them. It's a preemptive strike, basically. They're getting out of the ability to be reported by deleting their connection you so quickly.
0: There is like a deeper underlying issue with the safety stuff online that makes me feel really bad. I've worked with men. You know, I teach men how to online date, essentially. I teach them how to talk to women on the app and make their profiles. And the men that are getting catfished, they're such incredibly sweet men. But there is like, going back to the idea of grammar, you know, and they're just trying to find love they convince themselves that someone wanting money is not a catfish. And so it's like if men could build up their self-esteem and their confidence more, the catfishers wouldn't get so much out of this and then would maybe slink away and go back into their their hole a little bit. But there's so many vulnerable men that just want—I've seen it, you know. And so I know you're not like a confidence Expert, or you know, but why are men falling prey to this? Is it a self esteem thing? Or they're just so desperate.
2: I think people are looking to find connection, and
0: and even if that involves an exchange of money,
2: even if it involves an exchange of money, people are looking to find connection. Their online dating apps have replaced introductions from friends as the most common way to form new romantic relationships. There's over 300 million people globally who use online dating apps, and online dating romance scams, they're growing. This number, this $1 billion figure, it goes up every year. There's a lot of people who want to believe, and I, I don't think there's necessarily shame in it. A lot of the time, the ask for money is low, so people may think, oh, well, it's only whatever, 50 bucks or however much, money, that can be part of it as well.
0: Did I hear you correctly? You said a billion dollars a year is being given to catfishers?
2: In the United States, last year, the FBI reported that over a billion dollars.
0: Wow. Yeah, you should be a catfisher. That is wild. I really should. I mean, I'm just not a smart business person. Ask
1: Andrew. Ask Andrew how to get past all these systems. He'll tell
0: you how to do it very well. (laughs) I want the full billion. I want to be the only catfish out there. Is
1: it though? Is it really illegal?
2: I'm just joking. It's against the law, yeah, to (laughs) to defraud (laughs) people.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, how often do people go to jail for being catfishes? How often are they getting caught is the question.
2: I'm not aware of how often they are getting caught. I've not seen that number from the FBI.
1: Is it like that thing where people go into, you know, stores and if they steal things under a thousand dollars, they don't get anything done to them? Is it kind of like that?
2: Well, on a lot of dating apps, it can be very hard to catch people because you can join with a fake right. name, a fake age, fake photos. They're anonymous. You don't know who any of your users exactly. really are. If somebody were to try it on Marshmallow, they probably would get caught because if they got reported, we have a name, date of birth, we know what this person is. Right. We can turn them into the authorities. Right. That's why on Marshmallow, you're, you're going to be protected. I don't think the scammers are going to be on Marshmallow for this very reason. Right. But on other dating apps, there's not a lot of recourse.
1: Right. Interesting. Okay. So we found new part-time work for Kristen and a safe dating site for our users. So Andrew, thank you so much for coming onto our show and talking to us about Marshmallow. So how do you actually spell Marshmallow, the site? Because it's a little, is it different? Yeah, is it different how you spell it? Is it there's no W on the end?
2: It's marshmallow, no W at the end. Thank you for that question. And marshmallow is actually spelled. It's spelled with two A's, but it's pronounced with an E. So the, the spelling of it away from the W is actually correct. It is marshmallow, but you know, looking at it, you would say marshmallow.
1: Marshmallow. Yeah, that's how I would say it as well. Marshmallow.
2: So it's actually pronounced marshmallow.
1: Okay. I like it. Well, guys, go check out Marshmallow. That's how you spell it, Marshmallow. And be safe in your online dating adventures. Andrew, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us today.
2: Pleasure. Thank you.
1: Yeah. New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please go and subscribe to our show and share our information with people and especially other men that you know will find this information valuable. You guys are awesome. We'll see you next week.